This is the Beyond the Story podcast, a show that goes way beyond the story. And now, Sebastian Frost! Stephanie Garcia, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? I'm not as good as that microphone and that set you got over there. My goodness. You know, that's why you and I, we have our friends that like to tell us about all the different gear that you should have. And I resisted getting a mic for so long. And then my good friend, Doc Rock was like, you need to get the sure mic stuff. Like that, that'll be the difference that makes the difference. And I didn't believe him. And then I got it just for shits and giggles. And here I am. And I hear it every day. What's that mic? That mic's fresh. You what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got it too, but then I'm a road guy. I really like road a lot. And, um, our our good friend Owen had this has this mic too. It's rather large of a mic, but it's got great sound to it. So it does. I went from pod mic to Procaster, I believe this is. So I haven't yet is that done what that one. Is yeah. it's it's so funny because I feel like every time you're on any type of video live stream video podcast, it's like, what is that gear? Like, do you ever feel like you're silently like, what is that? What's going on there? Right. I'm assuming that they're probably using this or that. It is. You never really know what's what's going on the other side of the mic. Pun, mm-hmm. pun intended, really. Uh, you see a lot of the the younger sibling of that mic around the MV7. I do. I do. It's like, it's much smaller. Yeah. I, again, I think it's one of those things you have friends that there's like the first early adopters, right? And then they hold yeah. out and then a new product launches and then they get on that. And you're like, well, damn, what do I do with this? Right. And so either you're buying refurbished gear all the time, or you're just onto the next thing. Yeah. So tell me about yourself. Uh, what, 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 so let's back up a little bit. I'd like to go back to the beginning of the story. What, uh, you know, I did that right after high school, college, I don't know, wherever, wherever life started to become, where, wherever adulting began. Which, when did it adult? Oh my God, yeah. adulting began a long time ago. Um, here's what I'll say, which is just for you and your audience. Um, I'm an ad agency veteran. So I've been in the trenches of agency life for like the past 15 years. I've done SEO, paid search and social media. And oftentimes people will be like, well, how did you get into live streaming? And I would say I went into live streaming because of necessity. I was working at an agency, working 40, 50 hours a week. At that time, I was I was expecting my daughter. And I was like, man, if I'm going to bring a life into this world, I literally have to be there and not, you know, working at my desk and having someone else, you know, raise her and whatnot. And so I made the decision, leave the agency world. I was like, you know, if I could do this for Nike Sephora Clinic, I could sure as hell do it myself. But really... 2016, how do you separate yourself from the sea of sameness? And it's like, look, listen, if you could be confident on camera and speak with clarity and communicate with confidence, clients are going to be confident that you could get them results too. And so that's when I started live streaming. And then from there, it's been game changer. And and when was that? That was 2016. So gosh, seven years now that I think about it. Time flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? It does. Especially with parenting. You mentioned your daughter. I'm like, Phew. I'm oh man, lies. yesterday was uh first day of third grade. And I, I was saw like, that. yeah, as a single mom, I was like, yo, whew. slow it down a little bit. Yeah. What's going on? Village, come through real quick. Give this mom a <laughs> hug. <laughs> yes, I uh it feels like third grade feels like yesterday. And uh, oh, I just watched her walk down the college graduation aisle crying like a little Nancy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't even, I don't, I don't want to 
time travel to that date just yet. <laughs> I thought I thought I was I, <laughs> I thought I was good when she was going to go away to college. And I then when like it got real that she was leaving in like the next two weeks, I literally I couldn't stop crying for like a week. It was like oh. uncontrollable because I'm like, what do I do with myself? I was a single dad. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, you know, I had her all the time. So like yeah. my life was built around that. And then she went away. She didn't care. She was like that. I'm going to be fine. Relax. You'll be fine. Relax. Yeah. My, right. my girlfriend's going through that same thing. Her daughter just went to a uh, university and she's like, I'm an empty nester. Holla. What do I do with myself? <laughs> yeah. Give her my number. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Cupid. Um, okay. Yeah. I know. Right. I'm like, well, the she is Latin. <laughs> I live in Miami. My life is at, my life is a Latinas. So uh, yeah. wait, that sounded terrible. Yeah, that sounded terrible. <laughs> yeah, just call me Mister Latina. Yeah. So um, uh, it's funny that you say that because I was like, what? Because like I'm a pretty strict. We totally just digressed here, but it's okay. We're going to get back on, on topic here. Um, the world of as an empty nester. I'm 44. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, there's got to be other empty nesters that oh, are for sure. poor. Like they're, but maybe they're not on Bumble. I don't know. Look, listen, you're, if your whole thing is video podcasting, whatnot, be a digital nomad, go everywhere. There's like so many different countries that are like, Hey, remote work. We'll give you a visa. We'll give you a stipend. Just come over here and just drive tourism. So go to Aruba, go to Colombia, like do whatever it is you want to do, man. Yeah. Good call. Why do you have to fuel me, Stephanie? My goodness. Just when I'm, I'm just, feeling I'm, settled, it's time to go. I'm just going to show you possibilities. Yes. Hey, I, you could Airbnb stuff. You got smart friends, you know? True. This is very true. This is very true. So anything's possible these days. It's never been easier, actually. So That's true. New York's next on my list, I think. I'm going to go spend some time in New York. I'm going to spend a couple of weeks up there, grab an Airbnb over in Brooklyn, get some skinny jeans and a cold brew and uh, see what shows up for me in, in New York. You know State. what I did uh, in February? A girlfriend of mine is, was in New York. And so I'm here in San Diego. And for Valentine's Day, I was like, hey, do you want to swap houses just for a week? <laughs> and it. she's like, wait a second. You mean like spend the winter, February, Valentine's Day in beautiful, sunny San Diego? I was like, yeah. And I could go to New York, play tourist. And she's like, done, 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 done. And we just house swap. So if you've got homies in, in New York, do the same. I love it. Well, my my whole adventure is um, not really on the tour side. Of course, that happens anyway to like to see the sites and stuff. But uh, I just want to show up and see who I already know there and who I can network with and what I can kind of step into. What what opportunities can I create out of like who wants to start a podcast in New York City? So that's kind yeah. of the the mission that I'm thinking about doing. Send it. Be like, world. hey, you guys, I'm headed over to New York. If I were to host a three hour workshop, would you be interested? And right. people raise their or hand. Even that, or even like a meetup, or like a meetup, or something like that. And like, I was looking to go all in. Like, hmm, maybe Spotify will pick up the tab. Hmm, let's see what we can do here. So you could do that. You could do that. Stay you gotta tuned. put the feelers out. I am. I am. I have every person I've talked to that's in New York that I've interviewed. Be like, call me. I got you. Local here. I got you. Call me. And I'm like, I need to act on that. So. Yeah. In fact, speaking of digital nomad, there's a there's a website out there called Serena.com. I think. Yeah, just like the actress. And it's like okay. Airbnb for digital nomads. And you can really? get a bitch in spot in like Chelsea for like four G's for a couple of weeks. And it's all like there's other nomads there too, but it's like a really nice place too. Yeah. Um, so okay. ever since I had Selena, I'm sorry, not Sir. Did I say that? Yeah, Selena. It could be Serena, but I'm pretty sure it's Selena. Anyway. That's the one. It's like Airbnb for digital nomads. And ever since I had that person on my show, I was like, I'm going to need. So. You have to do it. Yeah. Go Send on. it. Do Absolutely. It. You've been talking about it. Now you got to do it. Now you got to be about it. For No now one needs to be home for it. dinner. 
There's not been a better yeah. time. Like no one, like no one's waiting. Sorry, friend, no one's waiting for you for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> My team tells me I should go to the Philippines. I'll definitely find a wife there. I'm going to the Philippines uh, towards the end of this, towards the end of this There's year. There's 7,000 yeah. islands over there. Where have I been? And I, I what are you doing? And it's Just gorgeous. chilling? Yeah, I know. That's a long flight. 22 hours, 23 hours. Miami. You keep giving me reasons, man. I'm looking for results. I need to see you in New York. I need to see you in the Philippines. Uh, like, what's All right, going New, York, on? New York, Philippines, done. Yeah. <laughs> World tour coming up. Yes, absolutely. So uh what what are you primarily focused on? What do you what do you do for your clients and what kind of what kind of work are you that get you excited that you get to get oh. to do for your clients? I love VIP content strategy days with clients. I mean, oftentimes they're just like, I don't know what to talk about, or they've launched this and they've launched that, but they don't really know what their values are in life. And they get so confused. Like, should I launch a course? Should I do a live stream? Should I do a YouTube channel? It's like, well, first off, what's most important to you in the context of your career? Because what you choose to offer and serve other people is going to be dependent on what's important to you. So like, what lifestyle do you want to have? If you're the type of person you're like, well, you know, I want to work on really cool projects, but I want freedom and flexibility. Then you don't want to be a live streaming producer that produces a show every week on a Sunday at 6 a.m. Like, nah, <laughs> you know? And so oftentimes it's working with clients and helping them figure out, you know, what do you want to send out into the world? Yeah. I heard a long time ago, if you want a lifestyle, if, if, if you want a lifestyle business, you have to have a lifestyle. Yeah. And, and I never forgot that. I literally reverse engineered my life to that, 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 that exact statement. I'm like, huh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It, it makes, it does make a lot of sense. Cause you're like, okay, if that's a lifestyle that I want, what would my day actually look like? What would my routine look like? It's not me waking up at 6am to hop on a call, unless that's what you want to do. Right. And be done at a certain time of day. But if you're like, well, I, you know, I hit the gym, I do this, I do that. Then start building your habits around that, your business around that. And it works really well. I mean, it, 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 when you set your non-negotiables of, hey, this is the way it's going to be, because yeah. I said it's going to be, um, things start to fall together. I work about four or five hours a day, most days. That's a full day. That's good. That's and good. After that, I got to have time to be me. You know? But I like getting up early. Crazy. I, I like getting up early, like 5 a.m. I love that. love getting up yeah. early, nice and quiet, get some reading in, meditation, a little bit of coffee. Yes. No meetings. My gosh, no meetings. No meetings. Yeah. Audio books. I mean, Oh, I love audio. What are you listening to right now? Uh, the Power of Now. Okay. That's Eckhart a good Tolle. one. Yeah, it is. I didn't like it at the beginning because it's he's like, I'm going to read to you in this book. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm hooked. Like now I'm... Now you're hooked. Yeah, he says like a couple... He only says like a couple... It only takes a couple things where you're like, oh, okay, now you got my attention. So you're an audiobook guy? Yeah, for the most part. I, I do read physical. I try to force myself to read physical books but i love audiobooks but just like you as soon as they drop a gem i'm like damn i wish i could highlight this like you damn, can like, but let me you, you can but it's not like very ui friendly like yeah so it's like, like this whole thing it's like hold on let me like rewind this for a quick and, second and then am i ever going to go back to this and check out that but in a book you're for sure going to flip back to yeah. whatever oh you don't have a strategy for that no. is oh, there a strategy okay. for the audible highlighting well, it's for me, it's more of like taking the notes. So I'm a geek out with you for a hot second because obviously you're into gear and whatnot. So my tech stack for like locking in my learnings, because I love to read. Re leaders are readers, right? Correct. And so often what I do is there's an app called Readwise. 
and it's available on iOS and Android. And basically you put your notes in there. If you're reading like your, your ebook or Kindle or whatnot, it will transfer those notes into Readwise and then it'll make a quiz for you. It'll oh. say, okay. It's like, okay, see that's like, you've read this many books. Let's see if you still like this quote, does it still resonate with you? And then if you really wanted to lock in your learnings because you're speaking on stage and you want to drop that knowledge bomb, you could turn it into a quiz. And it'll say like, who said this or who wrote this? You're like, oh, the power of now that was written by da da da. And like, it makes that stronger neural connections. So that way, when you're having conversations on the fly or on stage or it's improv, whatever, it's just boom, boom, boom. The connections are a lot faster. So that's like one of my favorite things is read wise. Just download it. Love it. Yeah. You're like, I remember that book. Where's Imagine that book? if they had one of those for dating. It was called Date Wise. And you went through and it like took notes on the date. And then they came back, give you a quiz. Did we? Hey. Wait, did we just make a new app? Hold on a second here. Date Wise. Date Wise. Yeah. <laughs> Connect those neural pathways on your next date with Date That wise. is true. Okay. Can I geek out with you some more? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So there's this another app that I use. So Readwise will create all those notes and a quiz for you. But Rome Research, it's like Notion, but better <laughs> in the sense that it gives you bi-directional links. So I could jump from one idea to another idea. Like, oh, he said, the power of now. That guy was also in this book. And then this book did it. So it's connecting your ideas and whatnot. How this relates to Readwise is if I'm ever like, who wrote this quote? I would type it into Rome Research and I'm basically making my own Google search engine of my brain of everything that I've ever read and ever learned. So flip it to the dating side for my daughter. You know, I was very much like, I, I want to write down all her special moments, all her favorite memories, her favorite cartoons and all this other stuff. And so I put it in Rome Research and now I could be like, oh, remember when your favorite movie was this? And then it led to this. And then we went bluey and then we went over here and da, 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 da. But, and it creates this mind map. So I could wow. zoom in and be like, oh, this is what you're interested in. And I could go out and I could zoom in and out and really connect the dots between ideas. So what's going it? back Ro to date-wise. Rome Mobile? Rome Research. Yeah, I'm looking for Rome Research. I don't see it. Yeah. But if you were to apply that to dating, right, Mr. Latina, uh, <laughs> New York, <laughs> Philippines, right? It's called uh, Mr. You, Filipina. <laughs> you can do that. You could be like, oh, favorite food. And then boom, it'll pop up everything. And you could put in like your date notes or whatever. All right. I've got a lot of ideas to work with here, ladies and gentlemen. I got to find this Rome research one. It's not, it's not, it's not coming up under Rome research. Rome. Oh, it's R-O-A-M. Right. Research. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm getting Rome, like, Rome mobile, but that's about it. No, Rome research. I have it. They might not have a mobile app. I usually connect on my desktop. Ah, uh, that's what it is then. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, because I'm thinking with comedy too, like material. Oh, yeah. I was like, ooh, connecting the dot. Yeah, here it is. Oh, yeah. There are oftentimes I'm like, who said this? Kevin Hart said that. Who, you know, who said this? Right. And Soon I'll you're put, gonna like, be like, that was Sebastian Rusk. I was at Sebastian Rusk show at Madison Square Garden and he actually said that. Yeah. yeah okay. So, okay. Now I'm going to geek out with you even more because you're also a speaker and you, you, you put together presentations, you put together stories. So when you're collecting and gathering all this information from your books, your Kindles and all that other stuff, and then you have it organized in Rome Research, whenever I have to put like a presentation together, I'm just like, oh, what was that idea again? Now I'm copying and pasting content or books or podcasts that I've read, but because I've translated it into my own words, 
I'm not using chat GPT. I'm not like plagiarizing someone else because I actually said, I really like this book, The Power of Now, because all of these quotes resonated with me. And then if I ever have to do a presentation like about motivation, I'm like, oh yeah, The Power of Now had a motivation quote because I put like hashtag motivation quote and it pops up. On this. This is like a, I got a full-blown, you know, this is like a full-blown college class. This is the whole content strategy thing that I was telling you about. And this, I, I love working with clients because oftentimes they're so focused on what it is that they want to launch, right? That they forget about the different experiences they have, the books that they've read, the mm. people that they've met. Yeah, and think when you, yeah, when you start to collect your ideas, it becomes your own body of work. It's your own mastery. It's not... You know, not dissing on ChatGPT, but like ChatGPT will give you info. But if you really want that emotional connection, that's where you start being a story collector. You start curating that content. I love this. Yeah, I I I think I've done that by default over the course of my career because I remember things. Oh, for sure. Like just like I shared that quote with you just now. Like I find yeah, myself- we all have different systems, right? We all have different systems, and I think oftentimes when I'm working with clients, it's like well, what is your strategy? What is your strategy for memorizing this content? Because if you are going to be listening to these audiobooks, how do you make sure that you are actually consuming this content in a way that you could repurpose it later that will serve you? I haven't thought about that. I just get frustrated. I'm like, I read that. That was a great book, I think. I think. I think. Like, I think I read that. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm like, what was that book about? And by the way, like published author twice, written a couple books and hey. uh, still not like, the average re- avid, avid reader, but I do force myself into the game. I'm like, we are reading for 10 minutes, non-negotiable. Yeah. yeah, I think you you do have to make time for it. I mean, when I'm like, damn girl, the only thing you've been reading right now is threads. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, come on, you need to limit your microblogging and like start really feeding your mind the things that you want to. Because I find that where your attention goes, energy flows. And if wherever it is that you want to be in life. So I was telling you earlier, I'm really interested in real estate investing. So I've now dedicated to like, okay, what podcast episode do I want to listen? Like what's the one new thing that I could learn today? And then I go back to Rome research because I have I have like this little thing set up where it says, what's your morning routine? And one of the things, the questions on there is, what are you reading right now? I'm like, oh, this is what I'm reading right now. This is what I learned. So again, I'm making this search engine of my own brain of what I learned And I could always go back and be like, oh yeah, that was actually really cool. This is what I learned. And then because everything is linked with hashtags, I'm like, oh yeah, and that reminds me of this. And And, oh, I met this person at that conference. So now you are like, oh, Sebastian knows Owen. And and I'll just connect the dots. He just just said, she's a good friend of mine. I know her. I go, I know that already. She told me. He just texted me that. (laughs) He's texting me obvious things again over here. Oh, did he? Oh, it's funny. Yeah. No, because I just sent a screenshot randomly. Just like a random screenshot from my computer of the Zoom here. To um, Owen? Yeah. And then he was oh, like, funny. love her. Great human. Great friend of yeah. mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so um, what do you got going on for the rest of 2023? We're halfway through it. Is that terrifying or what? No, it's not. And it, it's so funny because my life has kind of shifted in the sense that when when I had my own business and I focused solely on my business and I was still actually married at the time. The first half of the year, I would always do conferences and I'd speak here and I'd speak there. And then the second half of the year, I would not work. I'm like, that's it. I, I've done the front loading. Now the, the second half of the year, I'm going to just chill. 
Um, and so two years ago, I got divorced and then I decided, okay, I'm going to go back into the corporate world because I need stability and security. What's most important to you in your life right now? I have a daughter. Got to do this. Absolutely. So now I'm working full time, but I'm still running my own business. Got it. So you got the best of both worlds then. I've got the best of the both worlds. And so the second half of the year is now I'm running global communications for this SaaS company, which is great. It's exciting. I'm learning different cultures. I'm learning about the French. <laughs> Right. Very different from the Philippines. And you guys are nice over there in the Philippines. Yeah. But as far as the second half of the year goes, I've got a couple more conferences. I I told you uh, later this year, we're going to Manila, but we're also going to Bali. So I'm dating now. Um, The guy that that I'm dating has editors who live in Bali and in Manila. And so we're actually going to meet the team. And that's pretty great. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Sounds like a good yeah. And then later this year, there's a winter retreat for Ryan Pineda's uh, WealthCon attendees. And so earlier this year, he had one in Cabo and everyone went, like all my friends went, I didn't get to go because I was in Paris. Um, not a flex. It was work. <laughs> and I was, I was like, wait like, a second. <laughs> not a it. flex. It was work. <laughs> not a flex. It was work. Uh, you know, And it's funny too. Mo- have you ever seen the TikTok video about like, what does Paris really look like if you're not if you don't trust the influencers. No. But it's like, there's trash, there's graffiti, people are snooty if you don't speak French. Yeah. No disrespect, my coworkers know this. <laughs> but if you go on TikTok and you really look for what what does Paris really look like, you'll see a whole different world. You're like, I was not expecting that at all. Wow. Yeah. I don't know yeah. that, I, I mean, I'm good. I, Europe's on my list because I've been, but um, yeah. it hasn't been like, a single guy what am i doing in paris i don't know man it was it was one of those things like (laughs) we so that one day that i was in paris we had teammates from all over from like switzerland and poland and u.s and whatnot we all went out to dinner and we all ordered different things nothing french (laughs) it was just like we all went to paris and i'm ordering spaghetti and meatballs yeah right (laughs) no seriously it's like what are we doing here and then we all realized okay when we go to paris it's really just for lounging, you know, drinking wine, but it wasn't really like for the food. And you know me, I'm Filipino. So I'm, I'm a hella foodie. I'm yeah. just like, take me to freaking Japan. Give me some ramen. Give, you know, like, <laughs> let's do this. Let's do that. And so I was like, okay, Paris croissant. We're good. You know, <laughs> <laughs> got it. One, one in Rome or one in Paris. Right. Yeah. 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 That's good. Well, I'm glad we got a chance to finally connect here. I know we've been Facebook buddies for, for a few months now. And uh, I knew the circle was small. That's I think that's why we had connected on the Facebooks because I was like, she probably we know the same people for sure. You probably posted something witty on a friend of mine. I'm like, I like this person. This person seems ha- cool. Well, listen, alignment over assignment, ladies and gentlemen. That's true. I'm stealing that. I, I will publicly say I am stealing that. It is not mine. So steal away. I probably stole it from somebody. Yeah. Well, hey, right. What did they say about great artists? Right. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Well, thanks so much for taking some time out of your day to hang out for a few minutes. It's been good to to chat with you. And uh, we're totally friends now, if you didn't know. <laughs> we're totally going to New York. We're going to we're gonna get you on a date in New York. Like, Let's can go. We... With an empty nester. <laughs> the empty nester dating scene. You, you tell your empty nester, upcoming empty nester friend that I go anywhere an airplane goes. Okay. Oh, that. Yes, she's, 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 she's spiked. <laughs> 
Are you kidding? <laughs> like this, I'm consumed with spice down here. Like consumed. Like that's all that I know. She's a, Owen will know this. She's a master chef. She actually won master chef with uh, Gordon Ramsay. I love to cook too. See, we're going to get along great. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. I like to cook with wine. Sometimes I put it in the food. That was a little plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, as long as you like to eat, that's what matters. I, I feel like that's, I call it the food funnel. You know how people are like, oh, let me set up a coffee date. I'm like, no, I set up a food funnel. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm hosting an event called Dim Summit. It's digital internet marketers and we eat dim sum. And if you want to seat at the table, you get to sit at the table, but you got to geek out and tell me like what you're doing with digital marketing and whatnot. But Dim Summit, that's... coming to New York. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love that. I, I, I just I'm part of a Web three group here. Um, while Web three winter is is among us here, but um, that's why they've designed it that way. It's called uh, the Chain Miami, as in like a chain of people, and they Ooh. do a monthly potluck, and oh, uh, we get together on the first Tuesday of the month, and we geek out on what's up with Web three, like who's still alive, who are building things, anybody launching an NFT, like what's happening in this world. But it's great to be able to. And, and one of the first ones I went to. Um, the girl who put it together, I'll never forget. She said, we believe that the future of Web3 is offline community. I was like, huh, never even thought about it. I mean, hello, Web3, you think everything's all digital, everything's online. Nobody, yeah. you know, but it was really cool to be able to. And there was large brands there too. MasterCard was there, City was there. Like there was large brands that are actively building Web3 solutions. Um, but for to like just to connect and hang out, it was at a wine shop, speaking of wine. So, okay. uh, yeah, it was super cool. So it's kind of fun to see these uh, unconventional things. But that Dim Summit, let's go. Dim Summit, Duh, Miami. Dim Summit, let me tell you, like, not everyone knows it. It's like invitation only. And so I know who my hardcore fans are because they'll come up to me at a conference and be like, yo, Dim Summit, where's it happening? Because everyone was like, are you, are you going to the speaker party? You know, like the the public parties. And I'm like, my private one is Dim Summit. And she's like, I'll make a flyer for you. I'm like, dude, you literally make a flyer. You got this. So crazy story. He made the flyer and he also rented a van because he's like, I know that you're going to get like some of the smartest minds for Dim Summit. And I want to make this so easy. So he rented a van. So when I organized everyone, he's like, everyone get in the van. We're going to go to Dim Summit. And I was like, wow. Wow. You see how one Whole idea just feeds into another one? Yeah. When you get around the right peeps. That's true. Well, it was great to chat with you. Thanks again for hanging out with me. And um, when I'm in San Diego next time, I'm going to go do some comedy down in the gas lamp and I'm going to holler at you and be like, yo. Do it. Do it, need, do it, do it. I need, a wing, I need a wing woman in the gas lamp tonight, okay? You we're got yeah, Hey, you want to find me? <laughs> we're milf hunting in the gas lamp. I tell Mike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Filter, Sebastian. I'm working on it. Working on it. Yeah. I'm a comedian. I can get away with I can get away with a little bit more, right? That's very true. All right. Well, have a great rest of your week here. And thanks again for for taking some time to hang out here. And um, if you make it to Miami, look me up. Of course. We'll go milf hunting here. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again, Stephanie. Great. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Beyond the Story podcast. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. Be sure to appreciate it. Signing off from the podcast, launchlab.com studios. We'll talk to you next time.